I mean, we've had like some pretty crazy releases, honestly. Like like these last few weeks, you know, Nike's been going ham with, you know, I, I feel like we're finally starting to see the backup, you know, of of their logistics and supply chain, you know, coming into fruition, at least in the states, right? Like we're seeing so many dunks just drop on the Nike app, and now, but yet it, it, it's it's weird because we're seeing you know all these dunks that are released in like EU, released in the US. But yet, like Tom Sachs and you know his, his shoe, they just seem to have have them on on deck. You know what I'm saying? I think it's um, probably profit margin. In all honesty, and it honestly wouldn't surprise me even if it goes down as far as the materials and they're getting cheaper shipping rates or taxes or something because it's not a leather shoe. That's true. Um, but like it, honestly, it could be something as simple as that um but it's, it's good like you guys had like six dunks was it dropped the other day all at once on the app or like near enough all at once yeah it, it was insane and what's crazy is we still have some pairs that have only like 5k pairs dropping like the for example the harvest moon dunks that dropped they were like they were like three or three to five thousand pairs dropped i believe something like that mm-hmm. and like you know when you consider how many people use the, the sneakers app we're talking hundreds you know, millions, maybe tens of millions of people, hundreds of millions of people that use this app. That's really low. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know, but then we had like the you know like the racer blue dogs. There were like seventy k pairs of those that dropped. So that was nice. Yeah, it's um, it's with the did the Dodgers drop yet? The Dunks. Uh, I want to say some retailers got them. I don't believe Nike has dropped them yet. But a few, I think a few shops are just starting to get them now over here, okay. and some have dropped them. I think it just really depends on shipments because I know they dropped so long ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're just all over the place. Um, but that being said, though, you know, with with dunks, right? Nike can release as many dunks as, as they want, and for the most part, they do stay over retail, uh, with the exception of like you know the, the really ugly looking ones, or you know, most highs, or just really. You know, weird pandas materials like like those. Just like pandas, right. I just don't understand. It's, <laughs> it's crazy. They but, just somehow they're the PlayStation Five of dunks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're, gonna, they're gonna keep pumping them. Up I mean, you had shoe pilots drop. What was it? Twenty five hundred one week, and then fifteen hundred the next week. Yeah. yeah. And what's crazy I, I, is your people are paying one hundred and fifty dollars for those pairs. Yeah, with shipping and taxes. Yeah, we we've had in local stores. I've seen three days in a row, um, like decent stock as well. Three days in a row of pandas, like one day women's, one day men's and women's. Next day women's, um, and they all go, and oh, yeah. they seem to still sell for you know I don't know like hundred cad, hundred and fifty cad, I guess, in oh, yeah. that region, um, which is good profit. You know, for something that releases that often, like that frequently, yeah. it's it's fantastic for for people that are in this game. And long may that continue, or may another style pick up that that thing. Um, I mean, the the other styles can end up being the New Balance Five Fifty. That'll be the new GR Dunk of the shoe that you're going to see around the most now, right? Yeah, New Balance, I don't know if they got, like, uh, we should probably do some research. I don't know if they got acquired or bought some manufacturing facilities or whatever, but they always, like, they were known 
for like low production. And then it seems like not just on 550s, but everything they're doing there, you know, we've had so many protection packs, uh, so many 2002s, loads of 997s. And they don't seem to be slowing down. And I, I was talking to some friends about it the other day who are, we're all New Balance wearers. And we were kind of sat there like, I'm tapped out. Like, there's only so many $280 <laughs> shoes I can buy. Yeah. Um, and it used to be like maybe five times a year, if that, there'd be like a, a you know, a, a cool New Balance running shoe. Um, and even like proper hardcore collectors I know are kind of like turning their nose up at stuff now because it's, it's like lost that magic a little bit. Yeah, because when you used to see New Balances around, you'd kind of understand that, depending on the model, obviously, it's either someone that might appreciate sneakers in a different way or just appreciate older shoes, appreciate older models. Now you're seeing 550s everywhere, in every color. And it's just a cool... It's it's, it's the new Air Force. It's the new just GR Dunk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, speak, speaking of Air Force, they're doing some real crazy... Ones at the moment I saw uh, in size the other day. Um, there was one that, like, the concept was really, it was really nice, uh, really nicely done. Um, I think it was like uh, celebrating Ghanaian culture. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was all like red silk with detailing, not too dissimilar from the uh, Edison Chen ones. Right. Um, and from afar, I, like, I walked over and I was like, oh my gosh, these are, these are stunning. Look at them. Look at the detail. That, and you pick them up and you're like, oh, this is absolutely horrific. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it's like a kindergarten project that your kid brings home, like, you know, with the finger glues, like the glue still sticking <laughs> everywhere on the cold. Like, and it was, it was, I just looked at it and I thought, that's sad. And I looked and I realized there's seven or eight different styles of, Air Force One, I turn around and behind me there's a big display for the Caribbean uh, West Indies Air Force One that just released. And I'm getting flashbacks to like Adidas Ultra Boost or like the Hyper React. And like guys that have listened to us before will know that, you know, we talk about how these guys get sniff of a shoe that's doing well and they're like, okay, that's what they want. Now let's give it to them. And they just kill it they throw so many styles so many variations so many just pairs just general stock and i feel like they're doing that with the air force one and hopefully like honestly i hope people do switch to the new balance and reset that cycle because uh, you know we want adidas to come up with something new like you know we had yeah. the easy phase then pop that like, pop virgil um and took that back and then can had a bit of resurgence with the v2 then travis came along Virgil then started absolutely insane uh, stuff, um, and someone needs to take that that you know that bat on and run with it. You know, we really do. Hopefully, get a pop culture figure. I mean, I, there was one point that I could be Sean Wotherspoon, but it seems like <laughs> he kind of yeah he went the other direction. Didn't he? <laughs> he's gone. He's gone. <laughs> yeah, it's just. It's just sad with that guy, man. I mean, someone did say the other day, I don't know if it was like he had like 12 designers or something that helped him with the original 97 design. And that's why it was on the sense has just been a complete. I think that that says a lot because (laughs) anything that he had full control over, you can kind of tell that it was just him. 
Yeah, he's he's crazy with his designs, and not even in a good way. Like it's just in an all, like a disgusting way. <laughs> yeah, and it's kind of sad because like ugh. you get what he's trying to do, like with the Porsche, like, oh, like the, cork, the cork dashboard, horrific. But <laughs> if he hadn't done the exterior how he'd done it, and he'd just done something like semi-classy, and even if he'd turned around and been like, oh, I actually picked the shade of color they used for the front page of my favorite comic from when i was a kid you know some bullshit like that and you'd be like oh okay it doesn't look like a kid drew it right Right. i like and suddenly that cork dashboard you start listening when he's talking about the fact that it's like biodegradable materials and not damaging to the environment and you start paying attention to those details but for me personally i can't see past that god i nah. design nah. <laughs> nah. you know right now i think i think nike is currently trying to milk tom Sachs as much as possible uh you know we've seen the first color wave you know the general purpose shoe restock twice uh and then now we we already have the new colorway that's released uh, they call it the archive also known as like the sulfur colorway uh, it's like that I don't know. Pe- no, people like it. I'm not too much of a fan of it. It seems to look better in person. But what was interesting about this one is, you know, instead of it being Tom Sexhead exclusive, all the retailers got these. And they got a lot of pairs by the looks of it. Like yeah. I saw, I think RSVP Gallery dropped like almost 200 pairs on drop day. Yeah. Um, I think Kith also dropped like 200 pairs on, on their, uh, like via their raffle. So that was, and, it, and if they're doing 200 by raffle, that means with the various store locations, you know, you can assume their stock was healthy. Right. Right. So, um, you know, I mean, right now, I think prices are holding up pretty nicely, but, you know, we haven't seen a sneakers release, and, we you know, it's going to be interesting to see how many pairs of sneakers drops. Uh, it was been announced drop, yet? Yeah, it was supposed to drop on the second, but they're dropping on the 29th now. They got the pushback because, you know, that's how sneakers is. Always gets delayed, but uh, I would expect them to have fifty to seventy k pairs if I had a guess. That's yeah. my guess. And it's going to be hope really it's crazy more to like see. Dunks and it's like five k, and they don't have any yeah. size, size <laughs> seven and a half men's. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's the one I've got in my wardrobe. <laughs> for the uh, sneakers pairs, they didn't have any size elevens, any size eleven men's, and I noticed some stores didn't even have size eleven. And they didn't have that for the NFT renewal either, if you were redeeming right. your Right, rocket. they didn't have it for the NFT either. So, it's interesting. It's in, and size, like, I was kind of peeved by that, because I realized afterwards, like, after you pointed out, I realized <coughs> I entered for a size that wasn't available. <laughs> so, because like, I, I saw someone say, like, manual entries on that were, like, God mode, basically, and you were just hitting. Um, yeah. And... I was kind of like, well, hold on, what happened to me? And then once we, yeah, we obviously realized actually my size wasn't even in stock. Um, oh, but sure. it, it, it might bode well for the purple one. You know, if anyone listening is holding on to the purple one, just you know, keep in mind that evidently there was a, a, a good amount of stock of this yellow one. It was more widely available. And obviously, as we, you know, we know historically, the OG colorway of something does tend to hold a bit of extra weight uh when it comes to value um and i'm not just saying that because i've got loads of them i'm you know i genuinely <laughs> i genuinely believe that with any shoe uh 
when it releases. <laughs> um, it doesn't always work like that. I, I do think the 380 Alien is probably the best performing one of all of them. Oh, um, I'll say that. But, you know, one of my favourite silhouettes. I absolutely love that shoe. I absolutely love that shoe. It's so comfortable. It looks great on foot. I, I just, I, I, I remember saying to some friends when it came out, like, hold that. Hold that. That's going to be that's going to be a thousand dollars shoe at least. <laughs> and then, yeah, they, they message me every few months, being like, "Still got that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know when to sell." Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you as long as you didn't mention a thousand in what currency, you're still good. <laughs> I think in the time span, which is probably the most important thing. Um, but yeah, it's it's one of those ones where kind of like when the seven fifties, you know. No one could have predicted what happened with the uh, chocolates. Yeah, and he really, you know, suddenly they went from the most limited run shoes to just the most obscene amount available. Yeah, um, so it's kind of similar like to that when that when that stuff happened with the three eighty. He was up riding a high crescent, and I don't know if that was when the Donald Trump stuff happened or similar time period. But I just remember his reputation as being the absolute trash. Um, and you know, kids just pissing all over him at that moment in time. So a shame. Um, but again, that's the sort of shoe that you know, two, three years time, it may well creep up where like it becomes more limited. Maybe a couple of guys start wearing them ironically, so you know, celebrity rappers, influencers, whatever. Um, maybe a couple of those female influencers wear them. Like we had that thing with the North Face jacket in the UK where one of the girls from reality TV wore it. It's in North Face outlets um, on sale, just like a plain brown nut, basically. She wore it on Instagram and it instantly went to like six, seven hundred pounds. <laughs> um, like, yeah, like in, insane. Like guys were taking their sister's coats and selling it and then buying them one in a different color and having like fights with their family and shit because they did it. Um, kids posting being like resale life. Um, yeah, it was, yeah, like it's, it's, you never know what happens with that sort of stuff. So right. I, I, I don't ever sell anything for a loss. I'd rather stick it away and forget about it. And at some point it's likely to go up in value. So I heard a little birdie told me a certain store was opening up in a certain region. You guys want to talk about that? Yeah. I'll let Rezus. Uh, <laughs> that one. Yeah, I guess um, we're allowed to finally actually announce that Kit is coming to Canada. Um, there is going to be a Toronto location um, with dedicated warehouse and dedicated online stock. So it'll be another 10 a.m. release that we're all going to be fighting for, <laughs> amongst all the others. So, oh, I, I can't wait. Another, like, another Thursday night to be excited for, yeah. In-store releases. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, it's not not even like selfishly, not even just from a like sneaker perspective, but they carry dope clothing, clothing, everything. Yeah, yeah, like they, being able to pop down there and just browse around when you fancy. Like, and don't get me wrong, Toronto, as I said to someone recently, like it has one of the strongest um, scenes that I've come across um, in terms of like you know, there's so many resale stores. I've met so many guys since I got here that are, you know really passionate about it, um, and there's, there's a lot of like a very serious high high tier retailers. So it makes mm-hmm. sense for Kif to come here. Um I just say to someone I'm surprised that Supreme haven't come here yet. Yeah. Um I think this, real, this ultimately you know, opens the door, right? Because I mean if Kith 
when Kith comes here and does as well as Kith is going to do here, I think you're yes. just going to see other retailers start to say, okay, obviously Toronto makes the most sense. Yorkville makes the most sense, but you'll maybe start to see Kith Vancouver, Kith Montreal. Yeah. We'll see. Once they've once they've got the once they've got the shipping, the shipping uh, thing, and on on that note around Vancouver, a, a, a different birdie did intimate to me that we will likely see something in BC. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess we'll see where that where that ends up. But it's it's, it's super exciting. It's great for the sea. It it's is great for it's great for Canadians. Uh, gen, gen, our members, uh, you know, it's fantastic for them because it should make all of them a bunch more money. Um, yeah. at the end of the day, um, we were discussing, um, uh, you know, if either of you have got any knowledge, or if anyone on the voice chat has got any knowledge on this, please feel free to chime in. We were discussing, um, how does it work when a store like that says, okay, we're going to open a new store? Do they just take the same stock allocation? And split it amongst the stores with an extra store included. Do they go to Nike and say, "Hey, we're going to open a store. Do you mind? Like, what route do you reckon it takes? Or do, or do you think Nike's just like, yeah, of course, Kev, take what you want, have everything." Um, I've stumped you. I've stumped you both. I mean, I, I think it's probably like a mix of both. I, you know, I think I think it depends on. I think it's really like on a case by case basis, right? It's like in the case of Kith, you know, Kith and Nike, they've been with each other for like, you know, they've been collaborating for a while. Kith has opened a bunch of different stores. Kith has had a bunch of Air Force Ones to collect, to commemorate said stores. So, you know, if they're on that kind of level, I would imagine Nike, you know, they could hit up Nike and be like, hey, let me get some pairs. Let me get some off whites. Yeah. We do yeah. actually have uh, a few requests. We did want to get some uh, some outside opinions on this sure go ahead Edelman. very 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 washed see what you gotta say <laughs> hello you should be able to speak now Mr. Wash hello I was just going to share my opinion hey. on um, what we were speaking about now. Yeah, man, go ahead. So I have noticed um, some stores locally in the UK, when a new store opens, they can sometimes hold back stock. Sometimes like more sought-after releases can be held back for even six months from what I was told when they opened the new location and then they released it for the new store. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely definitely becoming more commonplace. I think people have cottoned on. Um, one example I'll, I'll give you that I know one of the retailers here that's opening a new store soon. Um, they took their entire allocation of a very high night release recently, and it's been put to one side for that exact purpose. Um, an even better example would be Concepts. They've got their NFT. They're doing their first um, storefront token-gated release on the 9th of September. Um, and if you hold one of their NFTs, you'll be able to access the store and purchase. Uh, they've said it's going to be one of their old dunks. So we're all, you know, we're all guessing it's going to be the Duncans. 
it could be something crazy. Like they've had, they've had a few crazy dunk uh, collabs over the years, but we, you know, we're expecting it to be the Duncans, not anything too nuts. But it doesn't just have to be lobsters if it's if it's night dunks. But you know, if they've held to Duncans back for this, and they've said they've even got like clothing and like old like releases. Um, so I think it's great. I think it's, but they need to make it accessible. It shouldn't just be first come first serve to whichever kids are able to camp out in front of the stores in my like personal opinion. To Duncan's would be nice. I think just for a personal shoe, uh, the Christmas sweaters would actually be a really fun restock as well. Yeah. Christmas sweaters would be great. I, I know like, if you're greedy, the, um, the grails. Yeah. Of course. Uh, the loads, like they're one, they're, they're wonderful. I do know without a doubt, um, with new stores opening, they look at releases, especially hyped releases from the past. It's like a very good method for them to bring more people out to the store, build more hype around the store. So when they do have a new store open, they look to try to you know make it as special as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, it just depends on their relationship with Nike, what Nike yeah. have. And for older shoes as well that were made, manufactured, I've personally saw a retailer in the UK. They hold a shoe back for like Jordan 4 Oreo. They hold it for about a year, but they only released about 10 numbers of it for the new store that opened. Um, And then with the relationship they have with Nike, it'll be maybe a stock allocation that Nike have held back. But I don't think that happens as much. I think that's a bit more rare. But for a store like Kif, I know that Kif would try to put more effort into it. They yeah. would like plan ahead, especially if it's a big thing like opening in Canada. They would have put a lot of thought into it, and putting a lot of thought allows them to prepare more. We'll, we'll get a custom kit logo, obviously, where we like they did for London. <laughs> um, the London store. And I, if I'm remembering correctly, um, shout out Alessio, my friend. He flew in from Germany, went to the concession in Selfridges, bought like a bunch of stuff, and he left and found out afterwards that they had the BOGO, but you had to ask to get it, that they didn't just have it on general display. Um, and this guy like went back with his bags and like fully threw a tantrum being like, no, like, look, I've flown in from Germany. <laughs> look at all the stuff I bought. Let me have this uh, special BOGO. Um, and, and you were mentioning in America, they do Air Force Ones, is it, to commemorate the releases? Well, they, yeah, they did that for every, not, not just in America. They did that uh, for Paris and Tokyo I remember well. Paris. I don't think they did it for London, did they? I don't know. No, I don't think for London, but they did one for Tokyo. Tokyo yeah, I remember, the, I remember really they nice. did, the Paris ones go for a decent chunk of money, don't they? Yeah, they're roughly, I think, like four or five, six dollars. Yeah. Yeah, not bad. I think, uh, the, uh, I think the Hawaii okay. ones are... Uh, or a standout oh, yeah. grail. Yeah, those ones are north of a thousand. Yeah, those are nice. Yeah. Just clean. You know, I like the texture little kit logo on it. It's, it's just cool. Like, they all have well, that. They've, so they've got a release coming this week that I think we're all looking forward to, don't they? The uh, Jerry Seinfeld. Yes. Yes. There's some absolutely incredible incredible items in there some great zip-up fleeces um and the like floral black uh two-piece canadian tux um (laughs) which is is particularly striking but 
it's it's good because like Seinfeld's that guy, you know, like he's he's kind of similar to Robin Williams in that he's always repped that alternative streetwear life. Like he, you know, he's always been very kind of recognised for that. I mean, Robin Williams is obviously the absolute goat uh, when it comes to that. Like he was rocking the most obscure brands that are now world famous before anyone even knew what they were. So he has imp or had. God rest his soul. He had impeccable taste. Um, and yeah, so, you know, it's, it's nice to see that that's almost like coming together. And you'd like to think that he's had some sort of career. Like you almost want to imagine him, uh, the three, the three of those guys in a, in a room somewhere, smoking cigars and drinking whiskey and like coming up with ideas, like designing the cool. whole collection. Yeah. Yeah. Like what would your characters want? Like, <laughs> um, <laughs> So yeah, I'm, I'm really looking for that. A couple of pieces I definitely want. I know you were looking for a few pieces from there, Reasus. Yes, yeah, a couple of the floral, uh, the floral fleeces, maybe some jeans. It's going to be an expensive day, sadly. <laughs> yes, I can say that does sound like an expensive, uh, an expensive day. Um, I, yeah, like, I'll, I'll, I'll go on the website, see the prices, be like, nope. Um, yeah, because it's crazy expensive. Yeah, it's that's like when I'm in New York, I'll treat myself, go in there and just buy a couple of bits of whatever they've got. Because uh, otherwise, you get in the habit, and yeah. it's, it's an expensive, an expensive habit once you get into those sort of brands. Now, I I kind of want to dial it back to uh, the NFT talk for a moment. Uh, we kind of we mentioned, uh, you know, how Tom Sachs uh, had offered you know the ability to, to get his shoe via nft but we really didn't like talk about that like a lot uh so basically if you had any of his rocket factory uh parts any of his rockets that had a nike craft part like part as like one of the three pieces of it uh you were able to uh, you connect your wallet and then claim a f- completely free pair of these sneakers um and what was interesting to me at least was if you know nike authorize this you know because because like they are full-on like basically selling pairs to people like they're fulfilling the pairs like with nike and everything if if nike approved this does this basically give concepts the green light for uh, an orange lobster drop in the future for sure sure i think as as silly as they were acting on the amas regarding all the questions about them that is the inevitable thing. I and mean, they're going to test this um, in a couple of days. Yeah. Like, now it's right. We'll get the Turducans. Maybe we'll get something cooler than that. Then yeah, we'll get the big stuff. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be then, hard garbage. Yeah. I mean, I've got, I've got a bunch of those. I mean, the funniest thing was, I remember, like, it feels like years ago. It's probably about six weeks ago. We were just chatting. about. Like, we do a call before this every time just to kind of catch up and discuss what we're going to go through. And we were talking about that, the concepts NFT. And I've gone straight on to sweep a bunch, being like, okay, I'll buy a few now because it's completely slipped my mind to buy them. Um, and I went to buy and all of them failed because this bugger Reezus had bought them all. <laughs> I had uh, swept them about 10 seconds before. <laughs> so funny. Um, and yeah, it's, I mean, that's a great item. I've got a few of them. I mean, they say like, if you've got more than one, you're going to be able to check out more than one item. I'm but it's like one per wallet, I think. So yeah, like I'm going to have to have multiple wallets. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Like, We've got the if, if that is the case, be going for it. you can buy up multiples 
if if they tell me now that every NFT is one pair of dunks, why would I not just go and buy 50 NFTs? Because you don't know what dunk it is. Yeah, but if we're inevitably thinking that at some point it's going to be an orange, purple, blue lobster, whatever it's going to be. That's why I've got 15 of them. That's going to pay off at some point. Yeah, that's the, that's the idea. Is that you know over the time before they release something crazy, it may not even be the orange lobsters. It might be it might be a pair of New Balances in six months' time. We don't know, but at some point, holding that NFT will pay off. Um, and you know that con- concept, like they are, they deliver, like they and they how they always have, like they they've always been very good at managing their relationships. Uh, with their customers, they've always had a very good connection with the local areas they've got stores in. So yeah, I don't uh, expect them if they if they do drop the ball on this, I I, I expect them to. I, you know, I don't think we've actually had ranging, you know, all the way from like artifacts, packs, board ape, etc. All of these releases always have issues. So like, why should concepts be any different? Um, but right. if they get it right. I think they'll refine it and they will turn it into like a, a genuine concepts online community where you're benefiting from being part of it. And, and you, know, I, 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 you know, I do feel quite strongly about that. I think it will, it will definitely prove to be a worthy investment. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Now on the subject of uh, Nike and NFT drip, uh, they're also doing, you know, right now I, I believe it ends tomorrow. The Clonex uh, Nike forging events going on. Yeah. So yeah. basically, if you own a Clonex, and if if they have a specific DNA as well, you could basically get a uh, an NFT that is a pair of Air Force Ones that is like an artifact artifact X Nike Air Force One. Right now, you can't forge them for physicals, but um, you know that's definitely that's most likely going to be a thing. I I just think they're still making final preparations for that internally. Yeah, but, uh, well, to, 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 to me, gorgeous. On on that on that Sick. point, the, lo- the logic there is if they're going to be actually making physical versions and you redeem the NFT, they'll wait until the redemption period's open. That's uh, closed, right. and then they can confidently say that we need to make seven hundred and fifty pairs of this shoe, two hundred and fifty pairs of that shoe, fifty pairs of that shoe. And once they're made, they sit in a vault. And when you redeem it on their website, they'll probably give it like a six month, 12 months, 18 months window. And you redeem it. Great. You've got it. And then there'll be some weird Damien Hurst thing where they like destroy the shoes if you have to redeem it after a certain amount of time. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, I think, I mean, I, I think they're, though, a great, they're a great purchase. And I think at the moment they're pretty much at retail, like 0.4 and mint is 0.38 or 0.36 or something. Yeah, yeah. Which and I feel like it's gonna go even lower. Honestly, I mean, not not like the higher end ones, of course, like the Murakami DNA and the Alien and the Reptile and the Undead. Those are gonna stay high, but I think the rest are gonna come cl- pretty close to mint price. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once it's all once it's all died down, because people were, were like speculating on the Murakami, not the DNA one, the drip one, but like the actual Murakami ones. Um, people were speculating on those and alien ones because there can only be ever a maximum of 60 complete sets of the shoes. Right. And, and I, you know, we've been doing the sneaker stuff for a long fucking time. 
There aren't that many people that are going to go and spend <laughs> 30 grand to go acquire 10 pairs of Air Force One. We all know that, but these yeah. guys don't. So let's just leave them to do their thing. Um, <laughs> but once the, uh, once the thing strips down and it closes, and it's like, okay, actually, it's not 60 sets. It's 34. Is there going to be some like wild psychological play where people are going to be like, oh my God, no, there's only 34 of them. I need to buy one. Oh my God, it's, it's only 12 each. I'll buy it. And then we'll see it. Like, part of me feels I think we like could we, we definitely see that. See that. Yeah. And then because. gradually people wake up and realize like these shoes might not happen for 18 months. Right. And that's, yeah. that's like now, a big thing too is you can't redeem them. Like, there's no ETA or anything on that. Like, on when yeah. you're going to be able to even forge that, like, get them, get, like, you know, put your shipping info down for a pair. Yeah. And we yeah, see, we've like seen with the no monolith, like, the monolith NFT. And, like, don't get me wrong, I absolutely love Artifact. I think what they're doing is fantastic. I followed their guys oh, yeah. before they were even fucking Artifact. I followed one of their main guys. Um, <laughs> but they, you know, they, they haven't not had their issues. And the, the monolith was a crazy price, like, 8 ETH um, before released. And then it released. Now it's like you can pick one up for a couple of ETH, I think, probably maybe one and a half, two and a half. Um, and in that, you get a pair of the shoes, a skin vial, and another monolith. And the price of that, it just doesn't make sense. Like, you, you're, it's a money printer. Like, if you buy the first one, you get to get a pair of dunks, which at some point you'll get to do this forging with and get your own pair of dunks from that. Um, you get the skin vial, which technically you can sell on its own. And you get another box, which in the future will contain another Nike shoe or another Nike product or whatever. But it will contain another box. And in that, you will get another Nike item and then another Nike item. And they, they've like trademarked this concept a few years back. Um, and Artifact to help them bring it to reality. So those things are quite literally money printers. Yeah. Like If you have 10 of those boxes, the, the Monolith 2 or whatever, and you spend 20 ETH on them, in the future, they will turn around and go, hey, we're releasing a Jordan 1. And that is something where you might see some quite crazy prices when you're going, oh, there's a Murakami Jordan 1. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, for me, like, that's kind of a good investment. Obviously, it's, you know, it's not cheap. But if Ethereum crashes, those won't go much below 2 ETH. But if Ethereum goes down to 500 bucks and you can pick one up for $1,000, that's insane because at one point they were going for like twenty five thousand, thirty thousand dollars. Yeah. Um so yeah, just you know, passing on my weird knowledge on that subject for anyone. Hopefully some of you listen and message me in Twitter in six months or Discord and say, hey, that's just <laughs> made me a shed load of money. Thanks for saying that that one time. <laughs> but yeah, I mean it's it's pretty cool because like I'm a big fan of this kind of like you know hybrid you know physical and nft stuff i think it's pretty cool uh the fact that it is like still expensive like the, the fact that you're, you still got to drop like like mint is like point i think it's almost point four eth which that's just pretty crazy to me because at the end of the day it, it seems like it's going to be a normal air force one you know there'll probably be like higher quality materials of course but you know point four eth that's you know that's still like a lot of money <laughs> you know and that's not no 200 hours yeah yeah i mean just you know, for, 200 hours is still a lot of money especially for an air force one just for conversation's sake like i'm looking at the murakami drip one right now um it's 3.4k total 
and it's 0.56. So about 890 bucks USD. It's a lot for an Air Force, man. Yeah. It is. And that was point, that was 0.7 a few days ago. And I was thinking it was a good buy. And I convinced myself not to because I know the more the production goes up, people will want to sell it. Yeah. And it will probably end up back near 0.4. And then at that point, I'm I'm essentially hoping for a market crash so that I can go sweet. It's point four. East crashed a shitload. I'm now paying like three hundred dollars. Yeah, I'll I'll take that for a Murakami Air Force One that I know there's only ever going to be three thousand four hundred pairs of. Fantastic, I'll take it. Um, and so same for any of them, honestly. Like in any of those designs, like. We know, I think the highest one is the, there's like the Genesis, I think it's the highest, and then the Human, mm-hmm. I think it is. Um, and yeah. I don't know how yeah. many units there are of each of those. Um, if you're on there, Reasus, I'm sure you can tell us. Uh, Genesis is 1.3K and Human is 1.4. So, yeah, so there's less actually than the Murakami. Yeah. Um, what are the floor prices of those ones? Uh, one point, sorry, zero point three eight, zero point four, respectively. So pretty much mint price yeah. is something that we know there's thirteen hundred units of. Now, if you translate that into sneaker speak, that speaks to me a bit more because it's like okay, a fourteen hundred unit numbered shoe. That's a, that's more attractive to me than something that there's five thousand units of. Like just because you've only got to find fourteen hundred people globally. That want that pair of shoes and NFT kids will wear those shoes to events to flex and be yeah. like, oh, look, I've got my artifact shoes on, look at me. Um, so over time, I could see those doing, um, doing, I mean, their predecessors, I was at a shoe museum the other day and the, the two or three pairs that artifacts have done prior to this, they did forging with, I sat in that museum. So I think, you know, that kind of speaks for itself on where these could go. I agree. Um, you know, with that, we also saw, uh, you know, Nike's designer T- Tinker Hatfield do uh, do his own NFT. Uh, what was it called? Um, Ducks of Feather. Yeah, yeah. And with that, you got you're able to redeem it for a pair of uh, Air Maxes, right? Yeah, it was Air Max, 120 pairs. Um, God ugly shoe, just because it was a Ducks one, so it's all the green. Yeah, uh, crazy colors. Not on StockX, I don't believe. Um, oh, yeah. I think there's one pair up on eBay for sale um, for like three k, I think it was. Um, really cool shoe, think. really cool concept. Kind of sad that I missed it when it launched, but I'm not prepared to pay that sort of money. Um, and uh, you know, I think that says in itself, you know, I love shoes. I'm not prepared to pay that much for a 120 unit shoe, even mm-hmm. if it is designed by Tink Hatfield. Yeah, but then you also got to consider if he didn't mint, if that guy didn't mint the NFT, he probably paid the he probably paid the high for the actual NFT. He probably paid more than three k. Oh, some so of like, what's the point? Some of these guys, <laughs> they were I saw some of them. They were going for like they were like seven, eight ETH when ETH was three k. People were genuinely paying twenty, thirty k for this shoe. Like, they like I I don't know I wouldn't be able to look at myself in the face honestly like it doesn't matter if you can sit there in a room and like tell me so the cows come home that it's 120 units and Tinker Hatfield's touched it and 
No, they like, you spent thirty grand on it. Like that's crazy. Yeah, so much, so much money. Like think what you could get for that. You could get like a down payment on a house. But even just just from a shoes perspective, you could get a crazy collection. Yeah, it's so many mistakes nuts. were made during the bull run. Yeah, <laughs> but you know it, it's. It's crazy because, you know, we see Nike making those kind of moves and then it seems like Adidas on that end has kind of come to a halt. I think they, they you know, they airdropped those meta capsules and I think that's kind of where we're at right now. I think that, that's, that's it. They, yeah, they, I don't know if they're waiting for like other side to launch or something and maybe then they'll be like, oh, surprise. Here's, yeah, maybe. It's yeah. used for you, but it, it feels like they've kind of really uh, petered out um on it i mean nike really for me are the only ones that are super still like but i mean to be fair they have a like a they have a whole division now you know like oh, they yeah. literally bought a company for that purpose so i guess they really don't have any choice um but it will yeah it, it, it will hopefully with time we will see that i mean Bordeaux have obviously got the connection with adidas um, so maybe yeah. they're working on some stuff, but at the same time, like I don't personally think that board ape should be like the definition of NFTs. Like it, nah. it's, it's cool, like it's a good image, like whatever. Like I'm sure the community's fantastic, but at the same time, like there's plenty of other ones. Um, doodles in particular, I've seen like from what I've seen from their events and stuff, that they look like they've got crazy creative people behind it i know they're getting some grief from not tweeting for a month but like for me like there's a lot of companies like that that you could pair with like they're partnered with shopify people are fading them for not tweeting and it's like guys they're partnered with shopify and one of their investors is lex uh from reddit like they're going to be fine they're going to be absolutely fine they can take a month off and the worst part was they took a month off because one of the guys granddad's was dying so like fair play um so yeah i mean I, hopefully we see more of that because that whole like mainstream companies come into the web3 space especially the sneaker companies was dope like it's great to see concepts still trundling along um committing to because yeah. it would have been very easy for them to go go radio silent and have a bunch of very angry holders but like i said i don't expect them to do that i expect them to commit to it and i expect them to deliver so Go and buy one of the concept passes if you can afford it, guys. <laughs> Use code DAOD so I get my commission. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, with, with Adidas in mind, you know, we've been seeing a lot of drama with uh, Kanye on the timeline today. And, that's, you know, for the last week or so, I feel like. Uh, pretty, pretty crazy stuff. I mean, you know, in, in all fairness, you know, Kanye does have a right, I feel, to be annoyed the way he's handling it different story i guess but you know it's pretty insane to me that like his like it's very obvious that adidas is kind of you know really ripping him off yeah for sure for sure and i like you say you know everything i feel like he's had so much like public stuff going on that adidas have made a bunch of moves because obviously there's production times and design times and stuff so I, like, I feel like they were making all those moves whilst this poor guy was having a very public um, breakdown. Um, and then now they're like, oh, shit, like, he's got his brain back again. And 
now we're releasing copycats of his shoes. Um, and the post today, it looks like he's got what he wants from Adidas. Um, I think we were saying, you know, let's hope he has. Um, as much as we want to see things get shaken up, like in reality, he's not going to go back tonight. Um, I would eat my words very happily if he did, because that would be the greatest thing that ever happened. But um, at the same time, you know, I just don't see that that happening, at least not for some time. Um, and it's yeah, it's a, it's a shame. Hopefully, hopefully he does get control. I mean, I saw some rumours the Pirate Black's going to come out beginning of next year I don't know and if you know if that's true or not um but you know that would that would be great I know they did retro at once already technically but um it would be good to see another V1 and then hopefully Moon Rocks Oxford Tans 750s Reasus I know that you really want them (laughs) oh man this is why I want him to go back to Nike because I feel like if that's just the play, then I'd rather have new Easy Twos than seven fifties. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, new Easy Twos would not only break the internet. Like, I feel like Cook Group, Cook Group owners break would my come heart. out of the shadows and be like, "Hey guys, I'm back. <laughs> I know I've ditched you for the last eighteen months, but there's three Easy Twos coming in the next six months, so I'm here to milk you guys again." Um, you know that's what we'll see uh, coming soon um, so don't forget who's been sticking around the whole time making sure you guys get what you need um, so yeah I mean Yeezy 2s would be would be I mean any any night Yeezys would be it would be heaven it would be heaven I think prices got out of hand on them like I don't know how many people are actually paying those prices a lot um, <laughs> a lot of think? people yeah just I think, think that I frequently I just see, see like, sales of 10k plus on DSPs. Oh, I just see them at like, the resale stores. They've always just got the same pairs sat there. Like every like in New York, every time I go, it seems to have the same pairs. I think it's more so secondhand used markets, people that have kept dead stock pairs that just sell them around that same circle of Instagram resellers. Yeah. And you'll see the same pairs there popping up, but. Yeah, I think I saw a DS uh, right after this full box, everything go for just shy of 10 recently. That CAD or US? US. Wonderful. So you've got to be an absolute creature to keep hold of a red October <laughs> bed stock in a box, like in mint condition. <laughs> absolutely. But you have to be an absolute, like, forget, forget the red Octobers. You've still got your, like, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle toys from when you were a baby that were worth five grand <laughs> each. Like, yeah, and I, and I, you know, I don't say that in jest. Like, my best friend Simon is like that. Like, he went up to his loft recently. Uh, and uh, ironically pulled out a bunch of the Bape Star Marvel pairs. Still in the original Ooh, packaging, nice. and like you know, they came in like the blister packs, like yeah. The toy. yeah. Um, and thankfully, one of the ones he has is the Spider Man one, um, which obviously they're not allowed to re release because uh, Marvel don't own the licensing for him anymore, Spider uh, Sony did, so that's why that one didn't get released again. Um, so he's like annoyed that they've restocked them, but at the same time, he's like, actually, my one, one of the one of my pairs is still worth, um. A, a good a amount of chunk of change, yeah. Yeah, like he's he's got crazy stuff. Like he he'll literally come out of his loft when he goes to his parents' house and be like, "Oh, you know, I've got a like dead stock Chad Musker shorties skateboard." You know, like the classic Jeez. red. Yeah. yeah, like 
and I'm looking at it like that's 21 years old and it's just been sat in your loft in bubble wrap like <laughs> how were you sat there at 14 being like yeah I know what I'll do with this brand new skateboard deck I'll wrap it in bubble wrap and put it in my attic um, so yeah, there, you know there are people like that. I know there are. Um, but Red October's, you had to wear them. Like if you if you if you managed to get your hands on them, I actually remember yeah. them releasing and just literally being on the product. I think everyone like, remembers that dress. afternoon vividly. <laughs> they remember where they were. They remember what they were doing. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's yeah. Like I remember, I had my phone in my hand. I was browsing the internet. I got the notification. Clicked it. Was on the product page. I was like, oh. I'd love to buy these, but I don't have anywhere to ship them. Never mind. And yeah, you know, same as yeah. like the. Do you remember the uh, Brooklyn Bogo when they did that online? <laughs> yeah. Um, and it was just sat there for I don't know, like ten minutes, twelve minutes, probably more. Um, and I, I was sat again. I know exactly where I was. I was sat outside of Starbucks in Westport, Connecticut, um, just connecting to different company Wi-Fi's so that I could get different checkouts. Um, and, yeah, it was just you know you you do really do remember those like random like, and it's not even because oh great I made some money. It's literally just because it's so like out of left field that you can't help but remember drop everything else that's going on and just yeah you're totally focused on that moment. Yeah, and what's your moment like that? Uh for me. Mm, it has to be off white fours. Recently, yeah, yeah I I oh, cooked oh a lot God, of those. Canned. No, no, not not from stuff. Canary. No, the off, no, the OG off white four drop. Yeah, yeah. Uh, on off white site, I uh, I think I checked out like twenty or thirty ish pairs. They oh. cancelled a lot, but I ended up with like. 10-ish, so I was really happy. Nice. Did you do the PayPal thing where you create the invoice after? Uh, no, I just used Mbot and it cooked. <laughs> yeah. uh, my poor friend, for one of the releases, he had that where he did like 92 checkouts and it was like the second or third release after everybody found out you could do the PayPal thing. Um, so he's there like shaking. Oh my god! Oh my god! I'm gonna go and check all of these out right now. I'm gonna make so many checks, all of them out. Off white, like yeah, no stress. Don't worry, we've got your like customer service confirming it. We've got your order. We've got the funds. Don't worry, your pairs are coming. Five, six weeks go by, and eventually he just starts getting refunds to his bank account. Like what oh, no. the hell? Oh my god! What the hell? like yeah like. Because it, was, it wasn't just like, oh, I've just spent an absolute boatload of money on shoes. It was, this is potentially, you know, that's like near enough six figures. Um, so, yeah, very, very sad for him. Um, great for Off-White because I probably got them all sat there in the warehouse. Um, <laughs> like Very, Very was saying earlier, saving them to spring them on us like they did with the yellow um air force ones your members cooked all that didn't they Ant? oh of course of course you know how it goes we <laughs> well, feel, every uh, time there's an off-white air force one we we destroy it, it MCs, almost, we, yeah. we cooked uh it's we literally weird. took it is kind of weird it's almost like we we know we know or something <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
we we took so like for the MCAs they had an online off white drop, and that was before off white changed their entire website. So when I mean the website is garbage now, but this is when it was like hot garbage, and we had add to cart links. So and we were able to basically like preload the product, and we we destroyed that. We literally took I I, I want to say ninety percent of stock on that drop. And that was insane. Um, and then we, they had a sneakers pass for that, which we cooked. And they had, had the stash for that, which we also cooked. It was crazy. Yeah. Like, we I literally think Hollywood's got every drop. pair, hasn't he? Oh, of course. He's, yeah, he's got every, every pair just sat there. And stuff. then he's, he's, he's actually that guy. He's that guy that in 10 years' time, it'll be like <laughs> three pairs of off white Air Force One. Stop. He, he's yeah. that, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's he'll, that he'll sell them as a set. <laughs> Dead stock yeah. or OG or yeah. I mean the best <laughs> the best example I've seen of that was like almost like prophetic from one of my friends. He bought Kobe's last season in the NBA, they did like a PE every month. And he went at that point, like there there really wasn't like you know, he's coming to the tail end of his career, there wasn't as much hype over his sneakers. Uh, my friends out there buying every single one of them, being like, Oh, and you know, 30, 40, these will be worth a lot of money to my kids. Um, and then, unfortunately, obviously, he passed away, and everyone's like, oh, you've made a fortune, and he's, like, sending his photos of him putting them all on, like, walking outside his house, being like, no, I will not sell these. Like, I absolutely will not sell these. Because um, he was just saying, like, I bought them with the purpose of selling them, but not a year after I bought them. Like, I'm, you know, I now these are tainted. I'm putting them on my feet, and he like wears them for basketball and shit. And people are like, "What are you? What? Like you're wearing them?" He's like, "Yes, <laughs> yes, I am." Um, I think that's the way to do it, man. I, I know that we were saying to members like the off white uh, with when uh, Virgil died. Like, you know, we get we can't control you, but like, please don't like capitalize on this. Like, this isn't. This isn't something to go out and get excited that you can go and buy a shoe straight away and sell it in 24 hours for two grand. And you know, don't get me wrong, I know that we're here to make people money, but at the same time, you know, right, we, we you also know, have an element of uh, duty in bringing up the guys that we're helping to learn these things. So, right. you know, like <laughs> you, you wouldn't do it in real life so why would you do it on the internet like it's yeah right. so, i mean ultimately a lot of us especially a lot of us that uh, um, maybe let's say a little bit older have grown up with brands like off-white pyrex even before understand the history of something that virgil's created and i'm not just going to sit there now and say okay now that he's passed and his shoes are going for five times more than they were before let me just cash in on that because i don't care about the brand anymore i don't care about what Right. That's changed in the culture over the last five well, ten years. That's exactly that's right. the reason why that, like, in my opinion, the reason why those original like Jordan ones were so much is like first and foremost, like in the UK in particular, those were released via live event, and you had to go to yeah. a live event and like do like a whole like thing, and then you'd get to pick out a pair of shoes and have different shoes each release. The guys that went to those. They were hardcore guys. Like, you know, they were proper sneakerheads. So most of the guys that got them, like, either wore them or like they kept them. Like, I know a few guys that got three or four pairs sat there that will, they've not worn them. They've got no intention to wear them, but they will never sell them. Yeah, they're, you know, they're just yeah. there. 
It's just like oh, yeah, I own four pairs. Like they still got like moon rocks. It's the same when the uh, same when the white pair came out, right? The EU exclusive pair. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly the same. I mean, that was that was back when guys were still uh, cooking, um, cooking Nike with bots, and um, you know, I know a few guys that did really well um, on that, and it was you know same same sort of thing. Those guys either held them. Or sold them in bulk to Asia, where people were putting them straight on foot because now I've got an EU exclusive. Yeah. Um, same with America. Um, and I wore the size dunks the other day when I went to a release, and probably had fifteen or twenty people come over and be like, "Yo, know, those are so sick! How did you get them?" And then I say, yeah. "I opened my mouth." You couldn't like. You uh-huh. couldn't get them. Okay. Uh, yeah. So. <laughs> Um, and but like that's that's exactly the sort of thing that I would expect to see size at some point drop in store in Canada or America at one of their stores, like a, an yeah. EU exclusive dunk, and people go absolutely mental. Um, so yeah, it's those sort of things still carry weight, like they really, like they really yeah. do. Like even though it's, just, you know, it's not an expensive shoe, that's the like three hundred CAD shoe, so it's like not actually that much over retail. It's like seven eighty quid over what you could buy it in the store for, but people see it and they're like, oh, oh my gosh. Um, so it does, yeah, it does, it does make sense. And eventually the stock numbers whittle down. Um, and people, you know, not only the stock numbers whittle down, but guys get older. You know, the 18-year-old kids, 21-year-old kids that today are looking at those shoes as like unattainable items, like they grow up. They get jobs, yeah. they earn money. Yeah. Um, and eventually... They turn around, and like that was one bit of advice I got from a good friend many years ago. Was, you know, look at what kids were into and buy it up because they don't have the money to buy it now, but they will in the future. And guys in particular that couldn't afford certain things, you know, for whatever reasons when they were younger, they're, they're attracted to that. And, yeah, and, the, if you came to my house, it's full of that sort of stuff. Because yeah. um, uh, your desire for it doesn't go away. You should just yeah. eventually get the money to buy it. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And like, I've had a few bits of luck. Like, I bought a bunch of retro gaming stuff right before there was the boom on all of that. I bought a bunch of Pokemon, <laughs> like like OG Charizards, Blastoise, Venusaurs, right before all of that stuff blew up. Um, so, like, don't don't fade that sort of stuff. Like, if there's stuff that you think like when you you know when you're a kid you were really into, like even dumb shit that goes for like surprisingly good money like one of my friends found a toy transformers toy that he had when he was a kid his nephew broke it he was so upset so i'm like googling trying to find him a replacement one it's six hundred dollars <laughs> <laughs> and there's like two of them on the internet like, and so you know it's those sort of things when you're a kid like they will end up worth money stick them in a box look after them don't let your mum throw them away like if i'd kept my pokemon collection from when i was a kid it would be like minimum six figures. Yeah. You'd be taking this call on a private island right now. <laughs> yeah, no, no, <laughs> taking it for me. <laughs> I'd have my driver firing over the questions as I'm sat in the back seat, lounging. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's those sort of things. Like, they're really important. Like, don't get too sucked into like the whole, like, I've got a lot of love and respect for Gary from like his grinding side, but like, I think he's not a good man for what he's done with his platform. You know, he shoved sports cards down people's throats. He shoved Pokemon cards down people's throats. 
and then NFTs. And, you know, if you go and look at his social media now, suddenly his backs are posting about grinding out garage sales and things like that, rather than all of the stuff he was pushing down our throats during the hype. So to me, like, it's kind of like a three strike thing. Like I said, it, when he did the sports cars, it felt a little bit manufactured because you had Logan Paul and like all of those guys doing it exactly the same time. And then the Pokemon cards. And I think the reason Logan Paul has ended up sticking with the Pokemon cards is what we're saying. He, he, it reminds him of being a kid. And he's like, hold on, yeah. actually, this is insane. I've actually got a for Gary V. He doesn't give a shit. He likes like when cards. you hear Logan talk about it's a Pokemon that, that illustrator card, that Pikachu yeah. illustrator card. There's enough history there for him to actually say, I wanted this one 10 years ago. It was completely unattainable. There may have yeah. been single figure digits around the world printed now i've got one yeah exactly exactly so i feel like for him like he's a bit more like like i feel he's a bit more genuine with it and that's why he's still you know he's still repping it he's still wearing the pokemon card around his neck in the we you know he's he's still very much involved in it but you know gary v is not really talking about any of the stuff like i saw some like random kid called him out on twitter the other day that like, instantly replying being like no i'm still here <laughs> um, so, like you know, he's obviously like, slightly concerned because you know it worked well for you with sports cards when you were dealing with a bunch of uh, older guys because that you know the guys that were sat on cases of wax were a more older collector, um, and then you got away with it with Pokemon cards because you were robbing people who were using their, their kids using their parents' <laughs> credit cards. But now NFTs, you've just pissed off a lot of people. Because it's you know it's not just me that's noticed it. There's a lot of people that are like, hold on, this guy was you know doing this and talking up this, and pretty much every project that he was hyping up is dead. Yeah, so, nobody works harder than Gary Vee, remember? Yeah, and, and the problem is he he's such a clever fucker because he did that one video where he's like, ninety nine percent of NFTs will go to zero. So if you ever say <laughs> anything, he just refers you back to that, and it's like a get out of jail free card. Um, <laughs> But, you know, at some point, that, that douche will pop up and buy the New York Jets and be like, oh, I achieved my life dream. You can do it, too. And it's like, yeah, but you actually just robbed a load of common man along the way. That, that There was a point where, like, he was that guy, you know, like he, and he really was. But then it seems like the money and opportunity kind of took him away a little bit, which, you know, you can't judge him for. You don't know until you're, you're in that position what it might yeah. do to you. Well, I think now's about a good time to kind of wrap it up here. I think we've we've we we kind of went through a lot. Pretty pretty crazy. Yeah, we probably might get through a couple of those subjects, but I think we covered most of it. Um, is there anyone any questions on the call or anyone that you know anything anybody wants to ask or bring I think up we did have a few uh, a few requests during some of the topics so if anybody wants to come back up feel free I've just seen that emerging cycle made it I was wondering where you were uh, yeah I started getting palpitations <laughs> can't have you missing these I've only got speaker perms, so I can't see if anyone's oh, requesting. Okay, so you guys will have to deal with that. Yeah, I think uh, Mac from earlier re-requested. So I'll add him up right now. 
Then we had two other people requested as well after. Hi, first of all, I'd like to say, I forgot to say before, nice to meet everyone. Great to meet you, you as well. Mate. Likewise. Likewise. Um, Thanks for up. One thing that I thought I'd mention that you were speaking about before is about how the, just about the dunks all selling out as long as it's a good colour, about maybe at one point the baton being passed on to someone else who would take over as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it just illustrates the demand there is for this type of market in fashion as well. It'll always be there, the demand. That's sort of what I've noticed. No, you're right. It's all and people right. are happy to pay it's, higher yeah. as well. Much higher. Yeah, that makes sense. And do, do, do you mean like from a perspective of like, there's always going to be that next kind of thing for people like to what's latch on to and get hyped about. Yeah, I think no matter yeah. what it is, people are always going to be, they're paying more than the retail price and they're wanting something that's, it can't be produced in enough numbers. They can't manufacture it. It's a level of like status that comes with that, right? It's like a, yeah, exactly that. Also, I was wondering um, when would there be another call like this? Because it was very interesting. Glad you enjoyed it. Um, we usually try to do these every week. So we'll probably have the next one. We usually do them every Monday. This time we had it on Tuesday because of the holiday in the States. Yeah, we do. Um, we do sometimes skip them if there's like a crazy weekend. Like when we had the Louis Vuitton Travis release. And Yeezy slides in like a space of a week. We all agreed, like we can't, we can't do this. Um, yeah. So we took a week off for that. If there's a holiday, we might push it back a day. But if you keep an eye on the Twitter, we do usually make announcements on the main AM notified Twitter about when we're doing them. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's great. You know, it's great to have some interaction. It's great to have you guys coming up and asking questions and getting involved. Like that's quite literally why we do this. Like you know, we don't do it just because we want to hear ourselves talk about it. We want to hear what you guys think we want to, you know we want to get opinions from you guys on stuff um yeah. get you guys involved yeah i love listening today um it was very fun appreciate it man thank you That's and, um, thank you very much thank you uh and can you see the two other people that requested yeah uh i think john cena requested before junior so john cena you are up next da, 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 da. <laughs> Yeah, should we play some theme music to bring them in? That, that radio call of the uh, women when they're doing like the... Have you guys heard that? Where they're calling up the um, radio, radio hosts, calling up this woman and playing the John Cena music. <laughs> she has like a full-on breakdown. If you start, if, please, guys, if you've got nothing to do, search that after this call. John Cena radio host prank. And you won't be able to listen to it without laughing tears. So it's fantastic. But sorry, back to John Cena. <laughs> Um, just a simple question. Um, I'm really beginner in sneaker boating, but I read some things online that there's actually not much difference between um, many proxy companies, and and there's only few smart proxy oxylabs and suppliers, things like that exist. So I'm just wondering how can I recognize which is which, and what are some differences? 
I'm happy running with that, guys, if you want. Uh, yeah, sure. Um, so typically, it's kind of like a game of trial and error almost to figure out which providers are using which provider, if that makes sense. So which proxy company is using which supplier. Mm. Um, and so you know, there's guys that have literally gone through, got resources on that, which we should have access to somewhere. But the, no, we, we do have documentation on the, it. The best thing to do, and I, we were literally speaking about this earlier today. Um, I'm not sure if you are a member of the group or not, but we were speaking about this today about actually bringing that to the members where we where we cut the middleman out and we say, hey, this is smart proxies. These work on this site. Hey, yeah. this is Oxylabs. This works on this site. And we will have a system where you guys are able to go, great, we can buy these direct here. It's cheap as chips. We're not paying the ridiculous overheads that people slap on top of it. Um, because it just makes sense. As you say, it's too confusing. People are masking it and it makes it really hard to know what's working where. So I'd, yeah. like, I'd like to think that we can make that sort of thing a bit clearer for you. But if you're doing it on your own, then it is literally a game of trial and error. And okay, I, I'm seeing people say that this worked on Twitter. I'll buy one gig of this. See when I generate a proxy, how it's structured. Is that the same as this provider or this provider or this provider? Yes, it is. Okay, cool. Um, I'm sure there's much more technical ways of doing it than that, but you know, for me, it's like you said, you're a beginner. Rudimentary way of doing it would be that. Uh, okay. Uh, any other questions? Um, um, pretty much that's all. Thank you. Okay. Thank you so much for coming. But do do feel free if you are in one of the servers, feel free to open a ticket. And you know we've got the staff that are yeah. literally like botting all day, every day. We um, have that are able to assist with those sort of things, very hands on. Yeah, we have extensive documentation on that subject specifically. So if you are uh, a member. Uh, yeah. Open a and we'll we'll direct you to that documentation. I'll if you're not it. if you're not a member, drop us a DM on Twitter. And yeah, yeah, DM anyone, us and we'll get you a anyone trial. on the we'll call. DM us on Twitter and we'll sort you out a seven day yeah. trial, so you can get a look around, get that sort of information, talk to the staff, yeah. and hopefully it'll help you out, and we can turn you from a, a beginner to intermediate, and then eventually an expert. That Shoot it. us a DM. Yeah, we got you. Thank you so much. No problem. Have a wonderful rest of your evening. You too. All right, Junior. Gonna get you up next. Awesome, awesome. And then, yeah, I'm gonna have to wrap up after that because I've got a couple more calls to do. No worries. Hey, Junior. Thanks for coming up. Yep. So I was just gonna say, appreciate y'all doing this. Um, always great info. AM's a great group. So if you're not a member, definitely join up. Appreciate you. Really appreciate you. I, I listen to these while I work in the background, so it's uh, it's always interesting to hear different perspectives from especially people around the world. So, yeah, y'all do a great job. Appreciate it. Thank you. Really, yeah, really, thank you so much. Really love to hear that. Thank you. And thank you so much for coming up. Thanks, dude. That's much appreciated. Always yeah. good to get that sort of feedback, and thanks.
we know we you know we see you tuning in every single week and we really appreciate the support yeah of course and that goes for every single one of you guys been a member for a while too so it's not just like i'm i'm here so i think i'm about a year or yeah, something like that so yeah no absolutely oh yeah man always on point with everything oh so. yeah oh yeah come with the chat more and we'll, we'd love to see more yeah oh, yeah we'll do awesome um I think and anybody else before we wrap up? Oh. All right. Well, we really appreciate everybody coming out tonight. Really appreciate everybody who came up to speak today. And a lot of guys, really thank you so much for everybody who came up to speak, came in to listen, and really all everybody who continues to come in on a consistent basis. We really, really appreciate it. Awesome. And don't forget if you know if you want to pass this on if there's something that you, you, know, you talk to your friends about and they go, oh, that's cool. These are listed on Spotify and Apple Music, I think it is. Um, yeah. we, we, we'll be, be updating our stuff soon so you'll have easier access to it, which you'll get more info on soon. But these will these are available for you guys. So if you've got a friend that you say, oh, I heard about this, and they go, oh, well, I want to like, you know, I don't want to listen to the radio, I want to listen to that. You can send them to the Spotify. Get a drop DM, say they're your friend. We'll sort them out a trial if they sign up and it'll give you half price off a month, something similar. You know, we, we're all about getting friends and family on board because it just makes makes the community stronger, which is really like that's our main main focus yeah. aside from making you guys all money. That does go for both regions as well, uh, US and Canada. Yeah, if you're Canadian and you want to cook, like AM Canada is literally like the best and well, you know not saying that because we're in the US like, like no bias because <laughs> like, they're really out there killing it yeah you guys you guys have actually made me uh, money since I moved to Toronto so thank you Lisa. and uh, Joseph I think you're on the call as well so thank you for you too yeah. <laughs> I wanted him to come up and speak but maybe another time we'll get him on we'll get him on I just we'll on. he's got the Tommy Shelby accent <laughs> Um, but awesome uh, yeah, as Ant said just to echo that you know thanks so much guys for coming up and getting involved in speaking because we you know we've often really? joked on these yeah. before about you know we'll get you next week guys like eventually we'll get some of you up to speak so to get four of you popping up and interacting in the same uh, evening is, is really really good of you so it's yeah, it's good to get some yeah. proper, good good interactions good questions good feedback uh, and you know for all of you that are the repeat listeners as we said you know we do see we do appreciate it um, emerging cycle, I see you. Yeah, emerging cycle. <laughs> I did see that you weren't there when it started, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" No, I, knew. <laughs> I knew, I knew he'd come in at some point. <laughs> um, <laughs> awesome. All right, guys. Well, I hope everyone has a really like just good, strong week. Um, if you, you know, if there's anything you need help within the groups, just drop us a message. We'll do what we can to help. Um, and you know, if there's any topics, as I said last week, any topics you want to hear us talk about, again, just drop one of us a message here yep. twitter wherever at us on twitter whatever um we'll pop it and we'll do our best to cover everything that you ask yeah thank you so awesome. much again, guys have a wonderful rest of your evenings thank you guys thanks everyone Bye.